Hey everybody, welcome. This is Joe McCall, REI in Your Car podcast. This is episode maybe five or six, I forget, (laughs) Uh, of step five or six, but it's the last step of how to flip a lease option deal. I've been talking about how to do these lease option deals from one piece of paper. And the final step is reviewing the tenant buyer's applications. And actually, you know what? There's one more step after that, but I'm going to combine it all together because it's super easy. Then uh, we're going to talk about the paperwork, okay? So welcome. I've got Gavin in the car with me. Gavin, how are you? Good job, guys. How are we? We just finished day one of our coaching workshop. These are so much fun to do. I really enjoy doing them. We have our coaching clients, our private clients, come in and just spend two days with us in St. Louis. Gavin flies here from Savannah, Georgia. We were talking about doing, we need to do one in Georgia, maybe when it's in the winter, when it's warmer (laughs) down there. It's hot down there in Georgia right now, probably. But anyway, um, we do these two-day implementation workshops and it's been really good. We got a small little group. Uh, we keep them small. We don't want big groups because we really want to roll up our sleeves and just start implementing stuff. And we do a lot of role plays. We go through deals, example deals. We evaluate deals. We write up contracts and offers. We sometimes talk to sellers live. We build out the systems and all that cool stuff. It's a lot of fun. We actually do some marketing. A lot of our students, our clients that come to this, they leave with leads and appointments. Uh, when they're heading home. So if you're interested in uh, coming to our next workshop and working with us as private clients one-on-one, just go to, what's a good one? Uh, Go to uh, coachjoe.net. That's probably the easiest. Coachjoe.net, and you can find a a form there that explains what it is that we're doing. And you can also find a place where you can apply. We'll get on the phone and talk and uh, get to meet Gavin. Gavin is... Um, you'll probably enjoy listening to him more than you'll enjoy listening to me because he's from South Africa. I mean, he's from Australia. No, actually, he's from England. It's all the same. <laughs> it's just funny. As we were at, what, Starbucks this morning? Uh, and Slotsky's. Slotsky's. We were at yeah. Slotsky's, Slotsky's yesterday, and they asked, are you from Australia? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, so the final steps for this one-page how to do lease option stuff is get these applications. So if you've got a good house that's in a good area, remember people only buy homes they want to buy. Um, Because you're trying to sell a $75,000 house as a lease option that's got bad school districts. There's a reason why it's $75,000, right? Because it's not in a good neighborhood. People don't want to buy homes. They don't want to own homes in those neighborhoods. The only people that want to buy homes there are landlords, investors, not retail buyers. So you want to target the homes where retail buyers are buying homes in. And so hopefully you're in the median price range, you know, $125,000, $175,000 maybe in in that area, depending on where you live, right? If you're in California, the median price range might be $400,000 to $600,000. But that's where you want to be because that's where the highest buyers, the highest number of buyers are, okay? So, um, you start marketing the home, you start getting applications. And 
One thing I'll say too, and I mentioned this before, you want to make sure your rents are competitive. So if the market rents in the area are $1,300 a month, don't think that you can go get $1,500. You got to be right there in the middle of where all the other rents are. So just figure that out. Be aware of that when you're making your offers. So what I do is when I'm you know, at the property, I will leave information um, or give to my realtor who's helping me lease the property. Uh, we have flyers about that give information about the property that explain our rent-to-own program, how it works. Um, it's interesting, too. When I'm talking to sellers, I, I use the words like lease purchase. When I'm talking to tenant buyers, I use rent-to-own because it just kind of is easier to understand for different people. But we talk about our rent-to-own program and how it works. We make sure the property's on our website. Uh, we don't show the home unless they have actually seen the pictures on the website and they've driven by the house, they know the neighborhood. And once they've seen pictures and the video that's online and driven by the house, then we will meet them at the house and let them inside. So um, they got to understand the program, how it works. I want them to fill out an application. You know, if I'm trying to get $8,000 down on a property and they tell me they only have four, that's okay, right? Um, I'll still be able to work with them. If they really like the house, they'll find a way to come up with more. And I might be able to set up a, uh, create a note for the difference and collect payments for the difference over the next one or two years. It's a great way to get some cash flow on the side. Even if you're assigning the lease option, you can still create a note and get paid monthly, 100, 200 bucks uh, on these notes. So you get an application. I really highly recommend you find a company that uses humans to do background checks on these applications. Not, I'm not talking about you know some computer that spits out some formula al- algorithms uh, that tells you whether they're a good candidate or not. Um, I've used a lady out in Illinois for the longest time. She does this in all 50 states where she looks at our applications and she'll actually call the previous landlords and make sure that the person she's talking to is the actual landlord in county records, right? Um, she'll she'll actually verify that they are who they say they are because it's, it happens all the time. An applicant for a tenant uh, for a lease will give their friend as a previous landlord or something. Um, you want a, a tenant screening company that will actually go in and verify the paycheck stubs and we'll call the previous employers and say, hey, you know, they sent us a paycheck stub for that they made $5,000 last, you know, week or two weeks ago. Is that true? And it's funny, we've seen this many times, they've, they've, they can falsify these paycheck stubs and they don't actually work at this employer. If they give a phone number for an employer, my, the lady that I use will actually not call that number First, she will verify that that's the actual phone number of the company that she did some research on on Google. Anyway, you want somebody like that, right? And you can, you know, if you have my course, I share with you the people, the companies that I use for this. But you could always just go to your local real estate clubs and find out who, which, who are the screening companies that other um, landlords and investors are using. Just use them, okay? You also want to look at the criminal background history, make sure they don't have a violent past, right? I'm okay with somebody that got, you know, some criminal trouble, maybe with light drugs or something. Like marijuana, to me, isn't a big deal if they were arrested for marijuana possession, unless it was like a few weeks ago. 
But if it was something like five years ago, you know, that's not a big deal. So it's kind of more of a violent criminal history you want to look at. You want to look at criminal, I mean, prior eviction history. Uh, evictions are a no-go for me. Like, I don't care how long ago it was. I don't, for the most part, I don't like any evictions at all. Here's the most important thing you're looking for, okay? You ready? You need to make sure they can afford the house and the tenant buyer has a realistic chance of getting a mortgage in one or two years. And sometimes the best person to have on your team to help you with that is a mortgage broker. So start asking around in your neighborhood, I mean, in your community and where where you live with the investor community, who are the mortgage brokers out there that work with credit-challenged buyers? You know, who are the mortgage brokers that are good at getting loans for people with credit scores in the mid 600s or whatever. Uh, Don't believe the lie that all mortgage brokers are the same. Like all mortgage brokers have access to all the same loans. That may be true, but it's just, there's such a huge difference. I've seen this over and over and over again in my experience and years in investing in real estate. One mortgage broker says that I couldn't get a certain loan or I couldn't get somebody this certain loan. And then another mortgage broker actually does and they know of this program and they know how to, the right way to do it and present it and all of that. So make sure you're working with a good mortgage broker that understands how to work with credit challenged buyers and can help them with credit repair. Um, you know, they'll tell you, yeah, if they do this and this and this, they should be able to get a mortgage in one or two years, right? That's the most important thing. You're looking for somebody that can afford the house and has a realistic chance of getting a mortgage in a year or two. Uh, you want to make sure they have 3 to 5% to put down. You want to look at their debt-to-income ratio. Normal, normally, generally speaking, you want to make sure that the, their income is at least 3 to 4 times the rent. So if the rent is $1,000 a month, you want to make sure that they make at least $3,500 to $4,000 a month in rent. You also want to make sure they don't have really large outstanding judgments like, you know, $500,000 tax lien or whatever, or they have like $100,000 in unpaid child support alimony because, you know, no bank will ever give them a loan with those kinds of liens and judgments. So you want to make sure that, um, again, they have a realistic chance of getting a mortgage and paying off those liens and judgments within the next one or two years. The, the final thing I'll say is, you know, you want to look at, in their credit report, um, do they have a bunch of unpaid utilities? Like, are they having a hard time paying their $50 a month cell phone bill? That could spell trouble. So, does that make sense? Um, now, once you find a good tenant buyer, there's paperwork. Now, um, it's kind of hard to talk about this on a podcast because, you know, I, without showing you the contracts, and I only show people who who have my course, my contracts, but I'll just say this, there's a lot of paperwork involved, but it's really simple once you learn it. And um, you always wanna make sure you have a separate lease and a separate option agreement with the tenant buyers, a separate lease and a separate option, because if you ever had to do an eviction, you just wanna have a lease that you can give to the judge. And um, you wanna make sure you get a seller's disclosure statements filled out from the original seller, the A to B, so that you can give that to the tenant buyer. Uh, You want to make sure you get a lead-based paint thing because that's kind of required. What else? Oh, yeah, if you're doing a sandwich lease option, this is really important. You want to make sure you get a memorandum of option filed in the county records. And um, 
you also want to make sure that the property is not over encumbered. So usually when I'm first getting the property under contract with the seller, I just have them sign one thing. When I find a good tenant buyer and I'm ready to proceed with the deal, then I do more of my due diligence in the property. I want to do a preliminary title search. I want to make sure the loan is actually current. Um, I want to make sure I have a, an escrow company, third-party escrow company in place where um, they can collect the rents and pay the mortgage. Um, you also want to make sure, this is important, you want to make sure that the tenant buyer is making out their option deposit check out to an escrow company. Um, that way it just makes it easier for them to get that money credited back to them when they get their credit fixed and get a mortgage and all of that good stuff. All right, so, woo, a lot of information. I'm worn out. <laughs> um, if you want more information about how to do lease options, there's two things I want to give to you. Number one, you can get my book for free. Just pay shipping and handling. It's called Wholesaling Lease Options, and you can get that book at wlobook.com, wlobook.com. It's free. You just pay shipping and handling. I think it's six or seven bucks. If you want to watch my master class on how to do lease options, it's a class called Simple Lease Options. And you can watch that class at sloclass.com, sloclass.com, S as in simple. And uh, if you want to come and hang out with me and Gavin, come to our next workshop, work with us one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, we'd love to work with you, set up your systems, help you do some deals, make a lot of money. Then uh, let's talk. Go to coachjoe.net. Love to have you here at the next workshop. And we'll be doing some more podcasts uh, later today, maybe tomorrow and talk about some cool things that's going on. I'm excited about this market. I love lease options. Here's the thing, guys. Lease options are some of the easiest and fastest way to get started in real estate today for one simple reason. There's tons of sellers that are willing to do a lease option, but very few investors know how to do them. So while all the wholesalers out there are competing like crazy for these few small pocket of sellers that have a lot of equity and a lot of motivation, Everybody's pretty much ignoring these sellers that don't have much equity and um, can't sell their house the traditional way or they can't wait any longer. And you can come and offer a lease option. Once you learn how to present the, present the idea, once you learn how to make offers and follow up, man, there are so many deals out there. So I love lease options. They're one of the easiest and fastest ways to make money in real estate today. And once you learn how to do lease option deals, I'm telling you, you'll never have to worry about money again. There are so many opportunities, and you can do these deals virtually in any market in the country. doesn't matter. Cool? All right, guys. One more time, go get my book, wlobook.com. Register for my master class at sloclass.com. Simple lease options, sloclass.com. And if you want to get some coaching, get some personal one-on-one -on -one help, go to coachjoe.net. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.